You are with Ghetto and Godly. We are Ghetto and Godly. Your husband said, Ghetto and Godly. We got to post that video. Who was you? I'm sorry. Damn. Can you start over? Just say your name again. So it comes naturally. I'm Auntie Mimi. I'm Sola T. And And we we are Ghetto and and Godly. Godly. Got to improvise real quick. Mercury Retrograde was cutting up a little bit today. So we apologize for coming to your tardy. But we still coming to you answering all the questions you have Don't about us for the party <laughs> what <laughs> me me her notes her, her keys be killing me <laughs> Well, this week's episode, as you guys know, season two is all about women's empowerment and it's called She Got Her Own. Um, And so this episode is called She Got Her Own Story. We realized that we kind of jumped into it. We didn't really let you know who we are. So we're going to do a little backtracking today so you can hear all about Mimi and I's stories. We got a little little game plan. So let's see. Let's see. We got everything planned out for y'all and... You know, and well, we still got it planned. That was other plans yep. for us today. That's what obviously. that's all it was. That's all it was. So I think one of the questions that we always get that we should just address is who is ghetto and who is godly? Dun, dun, dun. I just feel like the world the world, Craig, wants to pin me as the ghetto. The, as g- the ghetto. The black. We already have a black. <laughs> Power, <laughs> right? You watch this. You watch too much power. The ghetto, in my Nene Leaks voice. Um, we both are a little bit ghetto and godly. Yeah, it's it's about us being both in a world that tells us. I think that's you know it's it's interesting that that happens a lot to us because it's, that's the idea of it, right? Is mm-hmm. the idea of these these two worlds that we feel like should be so separate and one has to be one and one has to be the other but the whole purpose is to say that we in balance can can do it all yes. we can be ghetto we can be godly at the same time for you same damn time sometimes my ghetto i think stick out just a little bit oh, that's more why people yours. be trying to call you miss ghetto mrs mrs they get your missus right though. they do get the missus they get right. your missus that's, right that's the, that's crazy the part, part that matters okay <laughs> that's the part that matters that's hilarious. Well, the next question is, how did you two meet? All right. Mimi I think I always take the Mimi likes to take one. this story, this question. So, we initially had a podcast called Three Queens and Things. So, we are not new to this. We're oh, true oh, to this, okay? Oh. We are a year We're in. We're still learning. <laughs> so, balance that out. We, we, the, we the rookies and the vets, okay? Hey. So, I love a good drizzy line. <laughs> So we started out as three queens and things, yep. with three of us. Um, we decided to go in another direction and move on with just the two of us. Uh, how do we? That's not telling the story of how we met. Okay. Yeah. We met. The other person introduced us. The other person introduced us. Um, I I wanted to start a podcast, and mm. it was on my mind. It was weighing heavy on me, and I wanted to start it. And um, God put Sola in my. Oh. And um, in my life, and uh, started three queens and things. Me and mine. Transition to ghetto and godly, and um, here we are. Oh, did you? Here we Voila. are. I'm gonna, flip, I'm gonna flip my earrings. <laughs> by the way, they're by Gemini Fly. Hey, I'm a Gemini Fly. Okay, yeah. No, I think that's that's the story, right? Yeah, short and sweet. Yeah, we, that was a good. Way to wrap it up. Yeah. Way to wrap it up. <laughs> um, so next question. How have your, our personal lives changed since we started the podcast? Oh, my God. Juicy, juicy. 
you want to take? You want to go first? Uh, I would say for me, um, what was really big, I think just the idea of it's it's forced me in a way. Like I I'm I'm a very outgoing person, but it's forced me to really go after what I want mm-hmm. because to see us still doing this, you know, I, I think I'm a person that lacks some discipline and patience. So to to see me actually fall mm-hmm. through the steps with that was I think that's meant a lot for me, and so I've seen how I can apply that in other ways. Hmm. Ghetto and Godly, Ghetto and Godly has allowed me to to open up and live and and walk in my truth every day and just be who I am, um, every single day unapologetically. So um, it's helping me, and I feel like when when I go out into the world, I feel like people people notice that, and you have this certain thing about you, and people want to um, like know what do you do? Right. I get that a lot. Like, what do you do? Right. <laughs> What exactly um, is it that yeah. you do? So it's just allowing me to be the best me I can be. Okay. So what about... Hmm, there's so many good questions. <laughs> yeah, we have like over 50 <laughs> questions. Thank you. Shout Thank out to y'all. y'all for getting us this many questions. We're going to try our best to work through them all, right? So what What are the top three places that we would like to, that we like to mm. travel? I can go for that one first. So my favorite three places within the United States are Washington, D.C., New Orleans, and Oakland, California. Hmm. It was within the United States? No, but those okay. are pretty much the only place. Like, those okay. are my top three domestic. I want to go to Anguilla, Africa. And we're in Africa, you know, like West, uh, South Africa, South Africa, yeah, not West. I'm saying that's a whole damn continent, okay. Um, and somewhere in Europe, maybe like Paris or somewhere. Oh, I think I read that question wrong. Those are my three places, very places that I have been. Three places that I would like to go <laughs> would be Nigeria because that's where my you've family been. Is in, from. I was gonna say you've been New Orleans, yeah. That's what I was like, to? what are you talking about? Yeah. Mimi? We're talking about the places we like to travel to. <laughs> Would like to travel to. Let me put. Let me take off my readers. Okay. Um, so mine would be. I really would like to go to Greece. I really would mm. like to go to Nigeria, and I really would like to go to um, Barbados. Mm. So is that Rihanna? Young girl, or just anywhere in that area? You get me to an island. I'm going. Don't come back a rude guy. Oh. oh. <laughs> I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. <laughs> Um, what is one of your favorite, like what, oh no, we can't ask, ask that question. What song or movie describes your friend circle? Ooh, right now. Oh. I was, <laughs> right now. Um, that sounded like some My shit. friends are foes, your friends, no, my friends are goals, your friends are foes, yeah. The Carters, friends. Because I feel like my friends that I have now. Are like very uplifting, and That's we like good. coming together, and you know, making some some shit happen. So um, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I would just say. Sometimes I just be thinking I'm a thug. <laughs> Listen. In what capacity? I, like I know I have no thug in me. Like I know that that's a portion. I think so. I I really enjoy uh, a song by Plies called "Me and My Goons," 
it's like it's, it reminds me of high school. We used to listen to it all the time, and so anytime, like you know, I keep a cup of killers round. That's when I move. you know, you know, you just gotta, Let you gotta keep a cup out. of killers. You know, Let me I do out. not condone violence though, so it's she just in moves. the imagine imaginary realm. So that part, that that part that's of it, like, that that's the song that's that I really think. Because I feel like my, I feel like my friends, you know, metaphorically are killers in everything that they do. We don't kill people, but. <laughs> We do kill life, okay? Just I'm chopping you, it up. I'm glad she had to specify that. Because I don't want people. listen, listen. You got to protect your squad too. You can't be saying stuff on the radio and then somebody goes searching. Oh, you were killer. Oh, you were killer. So huh? Latisa, okay. you was a goon. <laughs> <laughs> so Latisa, you were oh. Mm. What is the latest rude shit that happened to you, and how did you handle it? <clears throat> I feel like a lot of rude shit happened to me. <laughs> I just, I don't pay, like, I don't be minding. I don't mind. Mind over matter. Like, I can't. Because I know. Are you sure, Mimi? I know, like. Mimi be ready to go, y'all. Let me tell you. I don't. When Mimi, like, but, no, but she don't be ready not to listen to what I'm saying. It's not that you be ready to just, like, tell somebody off. of Mimi will shut down on you and just be sitting there like. Badu. Oh, I hate I'm that you it. just said that. I'm over it. You be like, Mimi, well, we still in it. You yeah, gotta, I do be you gotta over get shit. out of it. I know. First. I know. But no, I feel that. I mean, that's that's also the authentic, you know, living the authentic life and finding that balance. Mm-hmm. I think that it comes with time. I mean, motherfuckers can tell when I'm done. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Even, you know, but I think you know, it's all about figuring out what that means. Yeah. Mm. Indeed. Okay. So what... You, what are our pros and cons of being black in America? Well, shit. That's a heavy one. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Well, that's a heavy one. I think the pro is just like the sense of community. Mm-hmm. Um, not in all spaces. So we do have to clarify everybody doesn't extend that or wish to receive it. But there are places that I can go. You know how just like, especially like I have that warm, fuzzy moment when an old black person sees me mm-hmm. and they just like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, baby, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Or just like, hey, how you, it's just in the small interactions yeah. where you could tell somebody's not running from being black. Yeah. It's just, it's so joyfully expressed. And that's yeah. something I really appreciate. You know, in terms of the other things that, you know, systemic racism, that's mm-hmm. not a great portion of being black. But I think even that also taps into why we, why it is so great. What a set of, what a pro is of being black is that, you know, sometimes it's unhealthy, but we're really taught to persevere mm-hmm. and we're taught to be resilient in mm-hmm. a lot of ways of how we're how we're initially brought up which i think again we can you know become healthier in some of those spaces but for me that's what i would say i think it's the pro the pro and the con is being black in america like yeah. the pro is we are powerful like we mm-hmm. are a magical fucking people and if only we understood our power mm. Oh, and once you understand your in your own your, your own, own power, power, right, right. Oh my gosh, like it's it's crazy. And then just being black in America, she black. So the odds, you're black, and you're black, and your mama <laughs> I'm black, black. and I'm black, y'all, and, and I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm black, We had that. How do you define success, Mimi? That's a good Ooh, one. success is relative. You know, I don't it, really like. I don't like the word success. Yeah. Like I don't think that that. Even when I create vision boards or anything, like I don't think of success right now. I think what I've transitioned to is thinking of happiness. Yes. So like yes, joy I was, and mm-hmm, health. I mm-hmm. think those are the things that would equate to success. Mm. I would have to agree. It's not anything monetary. It's not anything material because there's a lot of unhappy people with everything that can imagine in the world, i.e. Bow Wow. Um, Why you done? Shaw <laughs> ain't do shit to you. I mean, it, it, it relates, right? 
So he's a perfect example of having everything, having the, the world at his fingertips and doing it all and having money and he's yeah. just unhappy. Happy. I mean, un, being successful and being unhappy. So yeah. success is happiness, whatever that is to you. Now, a fun one. Do you put sugar or salt and pepper on your sugar. grits? I'm a sugar and butter girl. Except for, you know, I used to like, even on like shrimp and grits, I would still put the sugar in there. Oh. I've, I've stepped away from that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> I, I really don't like to share that too much. But, uh, you know, like the face. Yeah. So that's, I think that's, you know, I'm a sugar. I, we've had this discussion at parties at my house before and it gets real. Like, if people be ready to throw down for their pepper and Who they puts, salt. if y'all are not live, who puts salt and pepper in their grits? I feel like that's interesting combination. Like, Very interesting. Like, do y'all put salt and pepper in y'all, you know, you might mean rice sugar and butter? Like, do you put yeah, I salt know. and pepper? I, I just don't like, rice. What does salt ooh, and pepper? He's talking about she do, ooh, she done gave it to, nah, you keep that. I, I put, love I put, rice sugar and no, butter. No, that's what I'm saying. That's oh, what I don't want But, like, do y'all put pepper. salt and pepper in y'all rice? rice? That's makes, weird. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> rice and rice and pepper. <laughs> rice, having some rice and pepper tonight. Rice and pepper mm-hmm. and salt. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay, what is your biggest fear in life? Mm. I would like honestly say that I don't. I used to think so much in fear, like and just in fear of things. But I was like, I was thinking about this question, and I was just like, because I knew it was gonna come up, because mm. it usually does. But it's like I don't know. I don't. I don't think I think about fear anymore in that way. And maybe it's because I'm doing something that, like, if I think about fear, I'll probably stop doing it. Yeah. But I just don't think about it in the way that I used to think about. So right now, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't have an answer to that. I have a fear. I have a fear of leaving this earth without leaving something behind mm-hmm. um, for the next generation. So that's something that it, I think about every single day, like. Oh, that's important to me. Now, what fictional place would you like to travel to? I'm going to Willy Wonka Land or, mm. or the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> or Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka Land. Land. I'm going to go see. I'm going to see Willy Wonka. I don't know what it is about that movie. That movie is dope. That They're movie original. just had me ready to go up in the little ceiling. Yeah. I was ready. Yeah. When she would turn into that big old little Oompa Loompa. <laughs> That, uh, that violet, that, that little that, big old, that, blue, that purple, blueberry, whatever she was, <laughs> snowberry. That's not. <laughs> That's where I'm going. I'm going to see Willy Wonka and them, them Oompa Loompas. Not the Oompa Loompas. Um, that shit was weird looking too when you watch it like that over again. You like what the hell type of acid trip were y'all on when y'all thought about this? I think I want to go somewhere with. Me. Where animals are like you trying to go to the jungle? Not, not something like the jungle, not, Jumanji. Nice, I'm not, not Jurassic Park or Jumanji, oh, no, no, but no. somewhere where it's like nice animals and they talk. Yeah, I'm more like the Candyland type of person. I, I want some treats that I never had. <laughs> so I'll go to Candyland, you know the game. I go to Willy Wonka. You want to be able to break open but the I mushrooms, want to try, right? take you out this, some M and M's and you know, shit. Just some new shit. It'd be on the Instagram like, hey y'all, look what I got. That's hilarious. Okay. What is the most annoying habit that other people have? Oh, Lord. Mm, the most annoying habit. Ah, uh, leaving shit, a trail of shit. Like, you ever been... Somebody about ever, to get cursed you out ever been you, get a, you ever live with somebody or been around somebody that, like, every place they go, like, they leave something. It's like, take your shit with you. 
Take it. Why are you leaving it? It's like my husband. I love you back. But he does that. He leaves a trail and shit. Like, I just want you to be still. Stay in one place. Because wherever you touch, you leave shit. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Kind of thing. <laughs> it's not that for me. I might be the bitch leaving the trail. Um, but I think for me, ooh. I just think that when people just aren't considerate, like mm. when somebody just blatantly not thinking of anybody but themselves, Mm-mm. that shit annoys me. Mm. Like, or somebody who just always fucking negative. Oh, like, I don't, can't even be around. Don't, every time I talk to you, your day bad. Like you, you <laughs> have the reason why you having a bad day. You are the pattern. Okay, mm. you're the person that keeps popping up. <laughs> I think that that like people who are super negative or just like. Or even, see, I think I just see retro, it's it's coming up. Or people who just mm -hmm. look for validation so externally. Mm. Where it's like, you talking to me and I can already tell where you're trying to be validated. Mm. Like, come on, ma'am, sir, do some Mm. of that yourself. Mm. Y'all, you got to do some work yourself. So I think that part, all them parts. What songs do you have completely memorized? (laughs) Oh, oh, wait. Um, it's a lot. Y'all know I love music. I love music. It's a lot of songs I but have. But like, what song? Not what song do you jam? Like, what song do you know all the words to? Um, and no, I feel like as I get older, it's a lot of like I my memory is slipping. Okay. Um, mm. I know for for me, anniversary by Tony Tony Tony. That's one. Mm. That's my favorite song in the world. Mm. I love that, and it's like eight minutes long. Fam. That is a long ass song. But I'm gonna sing every stitch, Even every hum, every. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Jaylen said, "Getting jiggy with it." Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Getting jiggy with it. Na 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 na. That's like you. You was trying to know all the lyrics to that. Yeah, you spit it though. You you was trying to. You wrote those down. You paused it. (laughs) Rewind. And you wrote it down. (laughs) Oh, also the song uh, "Hit the Ceiling" by Lion Babe. I really love that song. That's like my number two favorite song in the world. And most of Scissor songs. Hmm. I I spend a lot of time. Like a little Kim song. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I can see that with your yeah. hand going and shit. Queen bitch. Yep. <laughs> Queen bitch. Get my niggas on it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so maybe if you could talk to your teenage self, what is one thing you would say? Um, don't limit yourself and you can do anything. You can be anything and do anything. You put your mind to. That's good. I would say don't I wasn't like I wasn't boy crazy at all. But I would just tell myself, like, don't worry about men not paying attention to you in that mm. way. Because I think even though I wasn't worried, it was kind of like, but nobody is trying to talk to me. Mm. So, like, I think part of myself kind of convinced myself that I just would never be with somebody. With all that ass? You know she had this ass in high school. Listen, okay. Listen. Well, I, schools I went to, they was always on the ass. And I had men. <laughs> but... um <laughs> <laughs> I was also a nerd, so maybe they Still. just... I just didn't have classes with them. No. Get you on break. 
<laughs> catch you on break. What are you talking about? Your ass too. Where you see this your AP class? The sexualization <laughs> of teenage girls. Okay, I'm sorry. I was talking about love, and you was talking about booty. Okay, <laughs> my little crush, and you was over here talking about ass. <laughs> what would you say? Um, let's see. I mean, let's just ask the question. We're gonna ask some questions that are just for you. <sighs> So, Mimi, being an entrepreneur with a family, how do you pay for health care? And is it expensive <laughs> like people claim it is? Um, well, I'm blessed to have a husband that works and has benefits. So she taken care of it, she said. <laughs> so I, you know. <laughs> so I'm on this I still, pay, I still pay my co-pays. So it's the same as anyone else's, I can imagine. Um, yeah, so but yeah, I do know that I'm there blessed. are a few resources. So, yeah. I, you know, somehow we can get that information probably posted on our Facebook because I know there are quite a few resources that you can yeah, use. So. If, if, and I hear, like, from other resources that it's not wildly expensive. No. No, I don't think Obama. Is it still Obamacare? What? Yeah. Child, if I, if I had to, I would stand in line and get up and get some damn Medicaid. Okay. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I need health care. <laughs> Speaking of you being married, Mimi, what made you decide to get married and, and that marriage was for you? Um, she about to lie. You know what motherfucker <laughs> say. Take a breath and say, um, that. that means she's trying to give the fancy answer. No, she's not giving you the real answer. I'm about to give y'all the real answer. Okay. Um, I met my husband when I was 19 years old and I got married when I was 21. So as you can imagine, I've done some some. stuff. I've done some dumb shit. And um I thought you were gonna say growth. I've done some stupid shit. Okay, and that's real. um my husband stayed he stayed solid and he didn't give up on me. And he showed me that he was that's how I knew that he was the one. Now why I got married, um She didn't believe in shacking up. No. See what happened was like I I really like I was infatuated with him. I told you this. <laughs> you did tell me this. I was infatuated she with did. him, and then we got to do a show just on that story. And, and then um, nobody had ever. I don't like talking about this, but like nobody, no man has ever rocked my world like that. If y'all know what I'm saying. Oh, oh okay. And so I was okay. like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your husband? So. We gonna leave that to you that. Okay. And um and he That's was a good, good man. He was solid. He's it's still good solid. to be proud of your you know, your marriage and your husband and your yeah. relationship, not blowing your back out and shit. That's important. <laughs> you don't wanna be with somebody for life and they ain't tickling your toes, okay? <laughs> you silly. Oh, <laughs> so okay, so Oh, I was going to say, who is Jill? Um, so it says, Mimi, you are what I would call a Jill, a Jill of all trades. You are a licensed esthetician, a podcast host, such radio personality, and you in real estate school, girl. You out here doing the damn thing. I added that part. Um, she did. But with all of these accomplishments, where do you want where do you want to see yourself in five years professionally as an entrepreneur? Um, let me start with this. I don't really like the term Jill or Jack of all trades. Um, just because I, I think that sounds like somebody that's just like doing everything. Mm. And just to clarify, like that's what that means. I, yeah, like I'm not doing. I don't. Or think you're I'm, skilled in every, a lot of things. I think that's what. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been a licensed esthetician for what eight years now, mm-hmm. and I've always had a job. So now I've been forced out of these jobs. If y'all been listening to um, mm-hmm. explore 
being an entrepreneur full time. So yeah. now that I'm doing that and then I feel like I'm gifted in many ways and I'm not afraid to try different things. I feel like that's what life is about. I feel like you a Jill of all trades. I think you need to just explain. I'm not though. And then real estate, look, so with 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 being an entrepreneur, there's a there's a there's downtime. Yeah. And I always wanna learn new things. So I feel like real estate was something that I was intrigued with and I wanna learn. If I ever sell a house, who knows? Mm. But I, have, I want knowledge. the information, yeah. That's good. Okay. <laughs> so where do you want to be in five years? Oh, where do you want to be in five years? Oh, okay. There was <laughs> to the gist of the it was a, it was a two part. Okay. Um, the first part was just your commentary. That wasn't a, <laughs> that was that was this person setting you up for the question, and you totally ignored the question. Um, where do I see myself in five years? I five years that would be twenty twenty three. You know what? I'm just gonna put it out there. I see Why myself not? on television i want to do commentary i um just want to do some things in entertainment i feel like i have i always feel like my personality is going to get me further than my looks and i feel like i'm I'm living that that's a little weird how is that weird <laughs> not that I mean, i'm ugly but i always knew that like i have a but i think that's like a better that's personality what we than hope. That's what we hope what for, I, right? What I look. Is that everybody's just not getting places because Well, of some, people, some people rest on those looks. You're right. We've met them. A lot of people. Yeah, met some. We live in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, what is your deepest passion in life, Mimi? Mm. My deepest passion is um, being happy and... Just living, living my best side, hey, whatever that means to me. You know, my, I love that song. I'm, I think I'm just passionate about just setting myself up and the people around me up to be in a better mm. place, better situation. Position. Yeah. So, what's your desire for a blossoming <laughs> friendship or friendships? I'm not exactly sure what this question means. <laughs> I don't know who it's from, but I'm sure Mimi does and can answer it more directly. Um, my desire for blossoming friendships, ideally, I would love for the people, my friends around me to grow with me. And if they can contribute or if I can contribute to their life in any way that maybe I haven't done in the past, then I want to I want to contribute to that and grow in that way with you. That makes sense. Just grow. Like I, I want my niggas to be around me when I'm making moves, right? Maybe. No. That's ideally. <laughs> no, does that always I mean, when happen? See, no. When you see like Superstan and Tokyo Vanity and Real BB Judy, you know, Jessica, when you see them, like that's one thing I think is so awesome is one everybody's in a position to really step up and mm-hmm. do those things mm-hmm. and actually like step into those spaces and like they're also creating those spaces for one yeah. another and making sure they're plugging each other i think that's one of the most beautiful examples i've ever seen of like sisterhood transitioning into business yeah. i think that's awesome okay well was that it for me no <laughs> how would you like your friendships or relationships to be strengthened this sounds like we were getting some therapy out. Okay, this is, this is good, right? We got to use sometimes. Um, you don't have these conversations with your, your girlfriends or your sister friends or your whoever friends. And, you know, sometimes you got to do an anonymous little. Not anonymous. <laughs> but, you know, you got to submit your question. I'm going to be anonymous. Oh, you, that note again. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's Mimi's favorite note. 
Um, say the question again, please. See, this is the shit I be talking about, Mimi. I'm sorry. How would you like your, your friendships, friendships or relationships to be, to be strengthened? strengthened? I want my friendships and relationships to be strengthened in a way that allows us to not only kiki together and go have lunches, but let's figure some shit out together. Let's figure out how we can work together mm. and make money together and then have lunch together. Let's build a business You want to have lunch meetings. Yeah. Let's, okay. let, let, let's help me help you and help you help me okay okay all right all right well <laughs> you want to ask me my questions and then we'll play our, our yes. game yes, <laughs> yes. <clears throat> okay oh, oh she cleared her throat what were your plans that led you to quit your nine to five and become a full-time entrepreneur well that's a really good question technically didn't really have a plan <laughs> Which is unlike me in a lot of ways. It was just kind of how the situation... Well, one thing that is like me, I am a very impulsive person. I've Mm. tried to find more of a balance between those things. I don't know. Are you? Am I? How do you think we started this? I feel like I'm a little bit more impulsive. I feel like... Okay, never mind. I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe you are. Okay. Maybe I'm calculated impulsive. Yeah, I think that's why. Because I'll just jump into something without knowing that like, I don't need to do all that, and mm. then I just jump out when I don't want to do it okay. anymore. But like, like I will. Double that. I think yeah. Do you feel like you're more likely like if there's an opportunity or something that you that I feel like you are like well, maybe we should think about like yeah let's go do it. Now I'm trying to like think about things, mm. but before, before okay. maybe that's just that's, the that's the dumb shit that I've that's done. The wiseness rubbing Girl, off. Girl, for the job, like bye. <laughs> Let's see, yeah, my impulsivity doesn't work in that sense. Um, But I think that was one of the things. I think more than a plan, what pushed me was myself. And, like, knowing that I was no longer in a healthy space and no longer knowing I needed to do something different and get out of the environment that I was working in. So Mm -hmm. that above everything. And then, I mean, I've had pieces of things that I've always wanted to explore more in depth. So I kind of had a rough outline, but now I'm able to kind of – these last couple of weeks is my own my second week full time in entrepreneurship. So How now I've been feeling? it feels really good. Like I feel like I'm accomplishing a lot of things, but it's it's also like a lot of work to narrow I think I'm an ideas person, so I always have a ton of ideas. So mm-hmm. narrowing that down to the point of when I can actually produce something from it is is probably the most challenging part. Yes. Oh I'm sorry. Oh she done locked the damn phone. Um Okay. All right. Question two, are you terrified that you quit your corporate job? No, I'm not terrified. No. That's good. I am I don't even think I'm concerned. I think, you know, there's always just the idea about money. That's just like mm. I was salaried, I didn't have to like it's just certain things it's like, oh, I have to be much more of an active participant in these things, but mm. it's not based in fear, it's just based in me developing security with myself yeah. and my talents and learning how to convert that into dollars. Alrighty. Did you always know that this was what you wanted to do? Yeah. So, like, I think I've always known that I wanted to do something surrounding black women. I've known Mm -hmm. that for a very long time. Like, I created my own major Mm -hmm. in college. It was crazy because I remember going home one Thanksgiving and one of my uncles was like, what you going to do with that major? Like, what's your major? And I was, what was like, your major? I created, it's called Black Women's Communication Studies. Mm. And so it was all about the interpersonal relationships as well as mass communication about black women and how we can develop that further because of these other things that have happened that have made us disconnect from one another. Yeah. So I think Sheesh. that um, that part of it, I've known for a, a long time. It's just how exactly I'm executing is a little bit different. All right. <clears throat> And do you see yourself as a mother? 
or would you consider adoption? I would definitely consider adoption at some point. Um, I do... I do want, a, I, I do, listen, so I'm not a person that's like, I have to have a family. Like, I have to have a husband. I have, like, these are desires that I have that I want, and I know that God will provide me with whatever I need. Um, but I, I would like to explore motherhood. I would like to explore that. And if it's through adoption, that's absolutely okay with me. All right. How do you think your relationship with your father plays into your growth as a young adult? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so um, so my dad is uh, Nigerian and my mom's African-American, but I have like my last Your mama name, my, black. Well, they both black because black is global. Oh, yeah. But one is African, one's from America, and one is not. I just don't like that term, African-American. Yeah, well, I say black, but I <laughs> broke it down that way to oh, okay. explain it further. Gotcha, gotcha. But so, which is, it's really not normal for a Nigerian father culturally to not be present in his children's lives. Mm. So that was a little bit different. So I have like a lot of name. I don't know a lot about, uh, you know, the, my culture uh, on that side of my family. I think my mom tried to definitely put me in those spaces when I was younger, but I also was like, kind of like, I don't really want shit to do with this man, so mm. you can kind of take that somewhere else. So I think now, that's that's challenging because it's like, I want to embrace a culture that I feel like is naturally a part of me. There's things that I do that I think are just a part of Nigerian culture that I just wasn't raised in. Mm. So, like, learning about yourself from a cultural standpoint without having those pieces directly in your family is, is kind of an awkward feeling, but yeah. uh, it's something I'm, I'm more intentionally um, trying to pursue. But I think, you know, the biggest thing that I see my dad is when it comes to dating. Like, I feel like I've dated my father in a lot of ways. Mm. Like, I feel like that type of man that he is is just not being able to extend really much outside of himself. Mm. I feel like I'm trying to figure out how to not attract that man. Mm. Do you feel like a part of you is like, mm, kind of missing? A piece of you is kind of missing because you don't know that side of you very well? Yeah, I think there's a lot that's... I don't think it's missing. I think it's there. I think it's just those parts of me that are unexplained where it's like, mm -hmm. I'm different from my family in that way. Or like, I do this differently than most of my friends. So I think, I think it's there. I just don't know what that exactly is. Okay. But I think it's... It, it bothers... I, th I don't think it bothers me more. That's not the word I would want to use. Um, I'm more cognizant of how he hasn't been in my life. But it's not from like, a, I wish I had my dad around. Like, mm. mom did a bomb match job. My grandma, my, my whole tribe. Like, I, I don't feel like I was ever unsupported. But I think because my dad was from a different culture, um, I think it just it impacts me a lot more in other ways. Because when people see me, they can recognize yeah. that I'm Nigerian. When they yeah. people hear my name, and it's like, I, I for most of my life, I don't, I don't pronounce my names right. Yeah. But so it's just like, getting through that barrier and then once you meet people who are Nigerian they're like well where's your dad and you're like I don't know and they're like what like this is crazy so it's just mm. it's just a very interesting experience but something I think I'm building more courage to just dive into Alrighty. but I'm getting rid of these daddy issues <laughs> Tiana Taylor told us we've been fucking around with the wrong type of niggas we're gonna throw them away okay we're gonna throw all the daddy issues away all right last question is Sola T dating anyone and is she open to a blind date I am not dating anyone. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I am not. Uh, but I do... I am open to blind date. The last blind date I went on, that's how I was in my last relationship. So I, I do have some hesitancies there, but I'm open to it. 
Oh, I'm going to sing a song. Oh, I'm going to hold back. <laughs> on a hold back? I'm going to hold back on that. All right. Well, next week, y'all, we are definitely going to make sure that we continue with our questions. We'll do it in a more formalized matter. But we're going to yes. make sure we reach out to you in spite of the retrograde. We're just moving along right with it. Um, but let's do a, a last question. Um, oh, there was a really good one. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, trap or music or R&B? Both. Do we have to choose? We're ghetto and godly. We don't have to choose. Okay, I like a good playlist that has a mix of both. What is one? That, what? No, I think that one will take a. If you long. don't clean your house to R and B, what's one know. of your favorite places to eat in Vegas? Anything with seafood, like hot and juicy. I def- that's what I bet. I bet hers was hot and juicy. Mimi and I have this thing where like. <laughs> She'll go to Hot and Juicy and I'll go to Hot and Juicy on the same day. We won't call it's each so other. It's so weird. Like, we won't call each other and we'll just see the pictures of Hot and Juicy. And we won't even go to the same one. But mm. if you guys have never been to Las Vegas, when you come here, it's a crab oil place. Mm. Hot and Juicy. Get the Hot and Juicy That's flavoring so you will be on whatever. It's just, it's fire. It's fire. What I want to answer yours. Okay, you're going to answer mine. Because we're going we're gonna to play this whole game, but we're going to play the game next week. I feel like it's anywhere with some chicken. Or a chicken wing. I really just feel like I'm trying to think like she always eating a chicken wing. I feel like okay. chicken wings are my favorite. So if you are trying to date me, you know what to send. <laughs> you know where to take me. Except for if I'm not eating meat, which happens from here now. Like some okay. chicken. Some chicken wings. <laughs> uh, I wrote down hot and juicy or grits. Because I really like seafood and I really like chicken wings. Mm. So somewhere between there is where you find me. <laughs> when you can find me. Between the west side and mm. Chinatown. Right? <laughs> Just stay on that part of the whole street, okay? Just stay all over there, okay? All right, so next week, please stay tuned. We're, we're going to give you a little bit more in-depth, a little spice. We'll give you guys an opportunity to ask us some more questions, yes, right? We have a will. game. It's called Newly Business Sisters in Business. Business. It's like a little play off of the newlywed game. You know, we've got to answer for each other. Who? Lord, we're going to hope to have a podcast or a radio show after that. Lord, let, it be, let us be here and not offend each other. We will be now, here. Man. We've been through worse. Been, right? <laughs> well, make sure to catch us every Monday on the Hot 702.5 FM from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm Sola T. And I'm Auntie Mimi. And we are Ghetto and Godly signing off. Bloop. <laughs>